It's May, a glorious month. Stressful month for some, but the glorious anticipation for summer vacation outshines all the negative that occurs at the end of a school year. Hey, this is Trent Lorcher, and welcome to the Teaching ELA podcast, where I help ELA teachers thrive in and out of the classroom. In this podcast, I discuss real teaching for real classrooms. Whether it's a specific piece of literature, teaching strategy, or life strategy, I talk about things ELA teachers need. I promise that with each podcast episode, you'll have something you can use today. I'm going to share with you some tips to make the end of the year productive. Tip number one, get your lesson plans ready for next year. You're like, what? You want me to do what? If you're like me, lessons in May are a lot less structured and require much less hands-on work than lessons do in, say, August, September, October. By May, we know our students, they know our expectations, they know what they can get away with, and we know what they can and we know what they can get away with. We know what we can get away with too. By May, classwork has become more student-centered. It's when I do a lot of group and individual presentations, which require less preparation on my part, albeit increased interaction. So there's a lot less we've already the quote unquote trained the class. Procedures are emotion. It's a lot less work, a lot less mental work on our part. When May arrives, there's also the ten because of this, when May arrives, there's also the tendency for a lot of teachers to ease up during their planning and after school time. This is when a mindset adjustment can make your life so much better. Notice I didn't say easier, I said better. Instead of making May planning and after school time chill time, make it a time to prepare your lesson plans for the next school year. If you know what classes you are teaching, write out at least two weeks of lesson plans. Send copies to your graphics people, secure textbooks, schedule workrooms. Do you still have to schedule labs? We don't. I mean, it's like so 1995. Because when late August arrives, it's going to be chaotic and stressful. So why not take the time now and get things in order? Now is the time to get things in order for next year. Now you may be at one of the, you know, maybe your end of the year is hectic and stressful. And it's going to be hectic and stressful because you got grades and you got, you know, people coming to your classroom and crying because they're not graduating and stuff like that. But for the most part, planning time is a lot less structured now. So let's restructure it. Let's get, let's get in the work. Number two tip, get your digital life in order. Now, I used to apply rule number one religiously because I always knew in April what I was teaching the following school year. I do not have that luxury now. In fact, I had two classes added the Friday before school started this year. I, I ranted about that in an earlier podcast episode. So making lesson plans in May for classes that I may or may not teach in September doesn't make sense. What does make sense, however, is organizing my files so that if I end up teaching the same class, I'll be able to throw together lessons in a jiffy. This saved my bacon this year. Look at that. Two trite expressions at the end of this. It's good. Lessons in a jiffy saved my bacon. And it did, by the way, because I had two classes to suddenly prepare for that I hadn't planned on teaching. Luckily, I had taught them in the past. I had everything organized digitally by grade, by class. And I teach a lot of five or six different uh, classes each year. Now I'm down to four. It's like living the dream. Tip number three, evaluate your year. Make a list of five to 10 things you did well this year. I recommend you browse student achievement data if you're looking for ideas. Make a list of things you want to do differently. Tape that list to your desk. I'm going to state this emphatically. There are some things you want to do differently. Maybe an assignment you could have done a different way. Maybe an assignment that was really good. You want to remember to do it again. Tape that list to your desk or put it, put it, in, put it somewhere where you'll come across it at the start of next year. All you need to do is make the list. You don't have to do anything else. Just make the list. You don't have to study it over the summer. You don't need to look at it every day. You don't need to write it on your palm. You just want a reminder of what you can do better when the year starts next year because you won't remember your great ideas for improvement two or three months from now. So I know every May I was like, I got all these great ideas for next year, things I could change, and I get and then 
September comes around. It's like, did I even make a list? I don't even remember anything because we'll forget it all. We'll forget it all. A three-day weekend, I forget stuff. I have to write stuff in on Friday. What am I going to do? That's why we write our lesson. That's why I write my lesson plans on the board the day before because those great ideas I have in the afternoon, I don't remember overnight. All right, number four, don't leave until you're finished and ready for the year. Like don't like the last day of school. This is this advice goes for daily activities. Again, don't don't leave for the day until you're ready for the next day. But don't leave your school until you're ready for the next year. Don't leave work undone at the end of the year. Don't lie to yourself by saying you'll clean out that filing cabinet when you get back, or you'll make that reading list when you get back, or you'll organize your absence folder when the new year starts. Use May to be 100% ready for the following school year, at least as much as possible. Get those files organized. Get those book lists made. Grab your textbooks if you know what they are. And this, this advice also applies to any time before, before big breaks, like a spring break or Christmas break. And number five, optional. This is optional. Set a date for coming back into your classroom. I would come into my classroom three weeks before school started every year, work for four hours, and not worry about anything the rest of the summer. This is an alternative to rule number four. So maybe you've been slammed at the end of the year. I, I know I might get slammed. I have a graduation. I, I'm in charge of graduation this year. Uh, and, it, and it could get personal because my son's graduating this year. And if I screw this up, man, am I in trouble? Actually, it's kind of my wife's fault. She's the one who forced me. She didn't force me to do it. She strongly encouraged me to do it with a knife held to my throat. No, I'm just kidding. She wasn't holding the knife to my throat, but she goes, you need to do this. I'm like, okay. So I I volunteered. So my my May might be hectic. So I might want to schedule some classroom time during the summer. Actually, I probably won't because I'll be gone for eight weeks. (laughs) Can't wait till summer. I got to be honest with you. This is summer... Now I'm recording this. It's not quite May yet. Obviously, I don't. Uh, I don't uh, record podcasts the day I. In most cases, the day I put them out. So it's actually the day after spring break is when I'm recording this. So school is still a long way. I still have eight weeks to go. So I can't get too excited. But by the time this podcast is released, <laughs> I'll be excited. So I'll make sure everything's ready. I'm not coming back into this place. All right, takeaways. Now is not the time to relax. Takeaway number one. Don't don't relax before the finish line. Now is not the time to relax. Now is the time to get after it. Because you know as well as I do, August and September and October can be stress, 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 stressful. And that's takeaway number two. Now is the time to prepare for the end of August. Now is the time when you're feeling good about life. You're happy. Summer's right around the corner. You're happy. And number three, following these suggestions will remove a lot of the stress we feel over the summer. So not only will having your lessons things in order for the next school year make the start of next school year better it will also make your summer better and you know what speaking of summer summer vacation never gets old you think it would get old after a while but man i tell you never gets old <laughs> summertime and the feeling's easy i don't know these words but i know summer's coming <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Teaching ELA podcast. For more teacher-ready, student-ready lesson plans, head on over to ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com. That's ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com, where we have hundreds of lesson plans and handouts that are ready to use right now. And as always, if this podcast has helped you thrive in the classroom, we'd appreciate a like and a review. 